gentlemen, welcome back to Famcast Extra. This is episode 88. Wow. We're, We're going to go back in time. Yeah. Um, car tie-in for this one. We'll get to that in a second. But I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this one, this week, was voted on by the people, all of the people, mm-hmm. all of the small subset of people who donate to Patreon to make this show happen. Correct. Um, yeah. So, yes. ran a poll. I, I, we got about 33% participation, which is, I don't know, on par for, you know, yeah, people participating in things these days. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, we, we had a list of five, and the people narrowly voted for 1978's Corvette Summer. Mm-hmm. Which um, yeah, we were going to do this during January. Yeah, it was an alternate for January, but uh, it was it was just you know a backup. Mm-hmm. So figured probably not going to be a January two, since January was pretty hard to schedule to begin with. So <laughs> let's just get it out of the way on extra. Sure. It's longer than a Bamcast movie, so here we are. Yeah, how long was it? It felt long. Uh, One hundred eight minutes. Uh-huh. It did seem like it had four acts. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a few acts. <laughs> yeah. So let let's talk about people who are in this film. Okay. Of course, the star of the film, Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. big in the late 70s, known for The Giver. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the 70s. No, I'm just saying overall. Oh, that's If what we he's... were to yeah. say what Mark Hamill's famous for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly his biggest <laughs> role, obviously. Right. No, I, for anyone who's not <laughs> hip to what we're doing, we only cover what they've been in Bamcast wise. Yeah, the Giver, <laughs> that big franchise he was in. Sure, yeah. but no, this. So this was his first movie after Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this it, was the first time you got to see him post car accident. Yeah, yeah. Which, so. which I, I appreciate that. Like you know, Empire went out of its way to explain why Luke's face is kind of fucked up from right. how it used to look. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, um, the female lead in this movie, Annie Potts, was also in a car accident right before this movie. Oh. So she had, like, pins in her legs, which is why, on occasion, she looks like she's standing kind of weird. Or walking strange. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So, they, I don't know, both in separate car accidents before making a movie about cars. Hmm. <laughs> Seems. Uh, Annie Potts has never been in a Banffcast movie. Nope. Welcome, so, welcome uh, to the Banffcast, yeah. Annie Potts. Um, Brian James shows up in this as a, a thug guy. With a full head of hair and a creepy mustache, and but you're immediately like, hey, Brian James. Yeah. Uh, That's I exactly thought, what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Brian James would have been in a lot of Bamcast movies. He's only been in one, Cherry 2000. How? I don't know. Yeah. I, he's made a billion Bamcast-esque movies, but um, we, we lucked out with uh, the, the final participant, Dick Miller, who has been in a lot of Bamcast movies. Uh, Dick Miller getting his his mandatory four minute, minutes of screen time in any movie. Mm-hmm. Uh Star of Truck Turner, Piranha, The Aftermath, Get Crazy, Chopping Mall, Amityville, It's About Time, and Route 666. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But yeah, he's in this for about four minutes. So this film, um, it it is about a group of kids in uh, high school mm-hmm. who have gone out to a junkyard and have decided to put, well, Mark Hamill decides for them that they're going to get a Corvette and rebuild it. And that's going to be their their car shop project. Yeah. Um. I know we're going over the plot. And we're mm-hmm. just not supposed to be throwing our two cents. I will say, however, yep. that I, I appreciate sometimes 70 mo- 70s movies, especially mm-hmm. um, in some 80s and other movies. But I mean, they just kind of drop you in, you know, and they don't bother. It, it, I almost appreciate that in movies yeah. where it's just like, hey, figure out what's going along, right. going on. We're not really going to explicitly tell you. Yeah. But because... you, you have to piece together because it's Mark Hamill and a bunch of other kids going mm-hmm. through a junkyard with a teacher looking and then he's like oh we could we could make this work and 
you know, we're watching cars getting crushed and yeah, super sparkly credits. <laughs> and Mark Hamill sees a Corvette, like literally on the crane about to get dropped, dropped into a barely a Corvette. Okay. Barely. Like, <laughs> yes. Like they could have started from scratch and still ended up with a Corvette. Well, he, he's just he's kind of like he the reason he finds it is he's, he just flops down on a bench seat that's just sitting, you know, next to a pile of cars mm-hmm. and the Corvette logo falls from the sky yeah. onto his lap and he's like what's this a Corvette and it's literally on the crane about to get dropped in the crusher and so it begins the first time of Mark Hamill running desperately to stop a car as he <laughs> runs over and is like no no don't crush it mm-hmm. and then throws the crane operator or the crusher operator out of the way because yeah. it's actually it does get dropped into the crusher and he's it's about to get crushed and he can't figure out how to stop it despite there being a giant red button but he does yeah not a red button, but a red button. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, One singular red yeah. button. Um, but yes, yeah, so they stop it and they it's montage of fix up the car yep. time. Um, and then... And that that's kind of when you put it together. But, but it also seems like Mark Hamill is... He's very attached to this car. Like, mm-hmm. just it seems like all through it, like he's going to drive it home. Right. And it's like that I don't quite understand why you have taken such personal ownership of this group project that clearly no one gets to own. Yeah. So it's very personal to it, him. Yeah, he's he's really into it. So mm-hmm. and and you know, so they unveiled this thing when it's done and it looks dumb but also cool. I mean, it's 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 on the way to being truly awesome. What what <laughs> hinders it is it's got a really ridiculous and I believe they keep calling it a spoiler, but it's basically the air intake on the front. Yeah. I don't think you can call that a spoiler. No. Spoiler's usually on the back or the front of the car. Yeah. Um it just not that, on the hood like that this piece of the car looks really stupid. It, it does. I mean, you know, it's one thing to have like a single air intake thing, but this thing's like 10, 10 slots, you know, yeah. all uh, all along the I mean, it basically goes from the front of the hood all the way to the back on a stingray. That's a long ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe even more than 10. But yeah, that's bad. The paint job's awesome. Um, yes. And it's got sweet pipes coming out the side and flames mm-hmm. all down the side. Mm-hmm. But then the back is hideous, too. Like he's. He's lovingly, like, one of the last things of the montage is he's lovingly putting a Stingray logo on the back. Yeah. But it's, like... It's the entire back of the car. It's, yeah, it's the entire back of the car, and it's, like, it's a different color, and it's, like, this laminate thing sitting on top of the paint. Yeah. It just, it looks bad. Right. But otherwise, yeah. Okay, okay. Also, it's a, it's a right-driving car. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, they did that on purpose. Like, th- th- there was no way that was... Yeah. But they, they keep making reference to it. Like Mark Hamill keeps boasting that check this shit out. Well, yeah, but we had to figure it out ourselves because like they're they they immediately like they roll it out and like they've got like the press corps there, like the school newspaper and everybody's like clapping as they roll this car out. Yep. And, then, and, then, the, and then the shop teacher's like, hey, let's go to Van Nuys. <laughs> right. And we're like, Van Nuys. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And this movie then spends more time on Van Nuys Boulevard than Van Nuys Boulevard. Did. Yeah. But it's, you know, you get a little bit of the cruising culture and they're all kind of taking turns driving the car. But we realize that they I, I Yeah, we kind of like, huh? And then realize it's a right hand drive because um, Mark Hamill's driving the car and the person that looks like they should be in the driver's seat for American audiences mm-hmm. is standing up through the T-tops and like yep. waving at people. And we're like, wait, what? And then they, I was like, is that a reverse shot? And then they drive by somebody. And it's like, no. Yeah. And then, they, then they're like, hey, it's. They actually stand up and they're like, hey, it's right-hand drive. It's freaking everybody out. They're like, why aren't you driving the car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it never serves any practical purpose other than... They just made it that way. They made a Corvette into a right-hand drive. Yeah. So, 
But I mean, they they drag race, and you know the teachers yelling at them like, "Hey, stop! Don't do the thing." Yeah, and then they then the very last one, who's not, I guess he's not actually part of the shop class. He's just like a, a shop class groupie because he wasn't. He they they were like, "Why did you get a chance to drive it?" Because no, he's in, he's in there. Yeah, he went on the field. It's Danny Bonaduce. Yeah, he's, but I'm saying like they're actually like, "Hey, you didn't work on the car. You're not part of this class. Why why should we give you a turn driving the car?" And they're like, "Ah, Mark was like, ah, give him a chance." He probably like, didn't do anything. Yeah. He probably just but sat yes. back and was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Do that." But, but Danny Bonaduce goes out by himself, and then they they have a radio set up, you know, like the walkie-talkie or a CB radio. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "Hey, you know, are you right by whatever, you know." drive-in 70s drive-in yeah and he's like yeah and he's like cool stop in and get eight cokes and a sprite for me the yeah. teacher and and then he's like don't forget the keys jeremy don't mm-hmm. forget the keys hey jeremy and then he gets out and the car stolen and yep he's walking back sadly I, like it's Danny about danny bonaducci you know just barely past partridge family times you know and he's but he's wearing like a stupid top hat for no reason. It's seventies, man. Um, you just you pick a theme, and you, you were top hat guy. I, I only point this out because like there's this great shot where he's walking back with the the box full of cokes. Yeah, and he's got a sad, you know, sad. But he still he like, didn't bother to take the top hat off. Right. And they're and they're like, is that you know, Gooch or whatever the hell his name was? Yeah, uh, Coots, Coots, Coots. Yeah. Um. And then and then they're like, nah, that's not him. And it's like. You think there's other fuckers carrying a box of Cokes wearing yeah. a top hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down Van Nuys Boulevard <laughs> toward us. Like, around, that's the other thing. It's like, they're just walking down the middle of the street. Like, yeah. they do the several points in the movie where it's just like, yeah, just walk down the middle of the street, whatever. Yeah, they were all, but, they were standing in the middle of Van Nuys Boulevard being forlorn and mm-hmm. like this troop of cars goes by them dragging whatever metal it they well, have. Well, to, like, yeah, like the lowrider contingent yeah, goes to shoot by. shoot sparks out. Yeah. yeah. But, um, man, so... <laughs> He, they give Mark Hamill a Coke, and he is just fucking furious sitting at a bench or something while people are like, yeah, well, you well, know. the cops are there. And, yeah, you know. taking statements. And he just, do I look like I'm thirsty? It just grabs Did the Did I order the- a Coke? And <laughs> squeezes the Coke so that it explodes everywhere. And then goes over to Danny Wadaduji, who's still holding the, the box full of Cokes, and just slams them up in the air. Just as hard, just Cokes go flying all over everybody. Mm-hmm. Man, the cop car. Yeah. So, and then it's just like. Cops are at the shop class and they're like, yeah, you know, the car's gone, man. Just yeah, kiss it goodbye. Yeah, all those pieces and parts are worth more than the car yeah. as a whole. And he's like, oh, is it really? And he's yeah. like, yeah. Why yeah. aren't you out there? Why are you even here? <laughs> yeah. Go find my car. You got there looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're then, like, don't worry about it. The insurance will pay for it. And he's like, you don't understand. <laughs> I, I built that car. Yeah. It's important. Mark Campbell yells a lot mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. He's angry. They he's, stole his. He's his not car. His not his car. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, it's the principle of the thing. Sure. Until it's not. <laughs> right. So I don't remember. He he goes and starts plastering. Um, have you seen this car? Things yeah. everywhere. And, and he's he, working at a gas. Yeah, station. He works at a gas station. And this dude comes up and he's like, "This guy, like, he's like, hey, can I fill it up?" And he's like, "No, I'm here to fill you up." And it's like, wait, what? And and this guy's hold on. This guy's apparently like the. Uh, like the bathroom uh, vending machine refiller. Mm-hmm. So like he's got a trunk full of condoms and aftershave and shit like that. Yeah. And so like, yeah, he goes in there and like fills up these little things and then is like looking at the poster, which he's also posted in the bathroom on the mirror. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he walks out, he's like, Hey, I've seen this car. It's in Vegas. It's like on a mirror on a turntable and all this stuff. It's like, you know, when the car thing. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, what? Which which casino? He's like, I don't know. I was drunk and I was with clients. I, I fuck him. I know. <laughs> so, not many casinos. Just yeah. go find it. So, yeah, Mark Hamill hitchhikes his way to Las Vegas. He does. 
and um, at he, first he gets picked up by a caravan. He gets picked up by the lowrider caravan, <laughs> yeah. the same lowrider caravan from earlier. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, oh, hey, Vato. And like he gets in and like, you know, they're just like they're going like 14 miles an hour, like cars are honking him as passing. And he's mm-hmm. just like, why are you going so slow? And he's like, we're here for comfort, you know, like not speed. <laughs> it's or, all about class. You know, he actually goes like, are you just trying to get like maximum miles per gallon or something? Like, yeah. He's like, no, it's just, it's all yeah. about class and yeah. style. He's like, just, you don't even have to stop. Yeah, just let just, me just, out. Yeah, I'm just going to, we're going to mildly walk out of yeah. this car. Um, and I like how you pointed out that, so they've made this boast that they're all about class, but bringing up the rear of this caravan is a goddamn Pinto. <laughs> I, I believe it's, it's a Pinto or an AMC, like yeah. some piece of shit, like yeah. Gremlin or something, but it's a, like, you know, it's all a bunch of caddies and, you know, Lincolns and shit like that. Things that you would think were lowriders. But yes, the the rear of the caravan is like a fucking Pinto style car. Yep. And it's like, did you put that in the back so that when it gets rear-ended, it explodes and doesn't hurt the other cars? That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I, checks don't, out. I don't know. <laughs> um, Matt checks out. <laughs> but yeah. And so he's sort of, he's kind of dejected and still hitchhiking and gets picked up by a, a sweet van driven by Annie Potts. Mm-hmm. Vanessa. Yeah. Well, we don't see that right away, but no. yeah, there's a point where he's like, oh yeah, well, by the way, what's your name? And she's like, <laughs> can't you read? Because, uh, you know, she's, I mean, we all know what Annie Potts, or we should know what Annie Potts sounds like, mm-hmm. but she's, she's turned on the, the Jersey accent, like to 11 in this one. Yeah. She's, so she's 10 years younger than you're used to seeing her in mm-hmm. anything. And also talking like an eighties, like an 80 year old grandmother, most of the time, mm-hmm. just nagging and, and that voice. And it's just like, yeah. But um, along the way, she basically is like, oh yeah, I'm going to Vegas because uh, I'm going to be a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Or well, first she's like, I got, I got some friends to do this van up, uh, you know, exchanging some favors. He's like, what do you mean? She's like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Cause she's like, Hey, check out the back of my van. And it's yeah. like waterbed and yeah. refrigerator. Sure, and she's like, I'm going to Vegas to yeah. fuck. Yep. And she's um, like, I'm going to be a pro. I've, I've been an amateur up until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's and like, so he's oh, like, really? oh, huh? um, great. Yeah. And then they get to Vegas and then she's like, Hey, you want to be my first customer? You know, name a price. And he's like, $15? She's like, what? $15? She's like, she's like you, sure, you sure you didn't say 50 He's like, yeah, I totally said yeah. 50 but also, no. That's the ticket, but yeah. I don't have it. I'm yeah. like, I'm also not really into this, so yeah. bye. And, and she, then he just kind of explodes out the door like, what? Yeah. No! Yeah, this is where we learn this name, Vanessa. And she, so she drives off. Yeah. We assume not to be seen for the rest of the movie, but that's not the case at she all. Keeps coming back. She so, keeps coming back. Along. But so, like, he's just basically destitute in Vegas. Like, he's got a little bit of money, you know, because, like, but he's but he, he immediately gets rolled when he goes to circus circus yeah which that, that should be a life lesson but he, he makes it to uh the flamingo first and asks the guy who's just like could not be more less bothered he's like sir we don't have a car yeah. in the casino why would we do that yeah like, no we're I guess the one was, casino that doesn't have a car i sir. guess that's what a, a thing they didn't used to do like yeah. maybe this started that trend it's just like hey yeah they were like when the car we could win a yeah that's a corvette summer man taught us something yeah um but yeah he yeah he gets rolled by the pickpocket dude and, uh, and his lady distraction at, at the circus circus. <laughs> yep. And then, so now he's broke. Um, well, and he, he, he doesn't realize he's broke. So he goes, he, he's still searching for the car and he finds it, mm-hmm. but it's a Dotson that's painted the same. Yeah. It's like, a, it's red. Yeah. And he's just like a Dotson. A Dotson. A Dotson. Ah. Yeah. So now he's dejected and he just goes to get food and then he realizes he doesn't have any money. Right. And then that's when out of nowhere, Dick Miller shows up and is like, hey, come on, double or nothing. Let's do this yeah, with the guy. Flip a coin to <laughs> like, you know, I'll pay twice what his meal is right. or, you know, I pay nothing. And the guy's yeah. like, I guess. And of course, the guy working at this fucking food shack in Vegas is like, fuck, yeah, gambling. Let's do this. Chuck, everyone who lives in Vegas is a degenerate gambler. Oh, 
Yeah. Is that why they live there? It's true. Oh. <laughs> Every <laughs> single person. You just go up to someone and, and just start rolling dice yeah. with them. <laughs> Well, to be fair, like every single establishment they go to has like slot machines mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, try our hot burgers and cool slots. And, you know, it's like, uh, OK, so, yeah, yeah. Th- th- it's it's more Vegasy in the 70s than it is now, because like uh, aside from like the one giant slot machine in the in the airport, mm-hmm. I, I when I went there, I was like, man, I want Vegas everywhere. And it was like, no, it's pretty much not. It's what do you mean? Like. The casino part? I mean, there's casinos everywhere. In no, Vegas. no, no. I meant just like everything. Like oh, you go into oh, anywhere and it's like, like yeah, oh, like and here's some gambling like over here. Like you're in an IHOP and yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. s- spin the wheel for some free pancakes. Free, yes, yeah. exactly. That's what that's what I thought it was going to be. And it totally wasn't. Uh, <laughs> or, or burgers, because, you know, yeah, it's exactly. I, yes. IHOP, IHOP now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I this... Okay, from this point on, basically, so it's been established. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't really have to recap the rest no. of the movie. I was just kind of getting a set yeah. of like, okay, he's in Vegas, now he's destitute, right. and here's like the next hour of the movie. Yeah, uh, basically, at some point, he sees the car drive by, so mm-hmm. he knows the car is actually in Vegas somewhere. Yeah, and this starts, well, I said earlier, as he was running after the car be- about to be crushed, Yeah, he runs after this car a lot, yeah. like... He is the first time he sees it like he's about to get a ride back. He's like, he's given up. He's like, I got a sign for Los Angeles because he saw the dots and he's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. And then like he had a sign at Los Angeles and this pretty lady picks him up in a convertible and he yes. sees it drive by. And he's just like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not going to even say bye. And he, he just starts running after he, it. He, he does a header into a yeah. oncoming traffic. Right. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is when he becomes Luke Groundwalker yep. or ground runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. yeah. And so for the rest of the movie, it's basically he works odd jobs he is in and out of Annie Potts's life mm-hmm. and her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's just constant. Like I'm Annie Potts and I want to have sex with you. And he's like, Oh lady. And it, like literally at one point in mid sentence, he's babbling, babbling at her about something while she's making um, <laughs> screwdrivers in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. Like bottle, the old bottle of vodka and bottle of orange juice in either hand. Yeah. And at one point she just like takes off her clothes and he's just like, so what do you, <laughs> <laughs> that reaction? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know it's it's tasteful she's in the background yeah. it's mostly silhouetted but it's like you know we can see she mm-hmm. took her shirt off and yeah. whatever mm-hmm. and um but yeah he's just sitting there like blah blah blah. this car is very important and he's like she's like hey can you hand me my pajamas and he turns around he's like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yep it, it's uh, yeah it's so a good reaction. it's it's constant chase the car she's constantly trying to get him to have sex with her and it's just, I mean, that's kind of all it, she's determined to be a hooker no matter what. And he's just like, that's cool, I guess, whatever. And then at one point she gets the shit beat out of her. Like she, that was when she first came back when he was sleeping in the U-Haul at right. the gas station. That's when like they first got back together. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's that's kind of the point. She stopped talking about it being a hooker or at least she wanted to become an escort. escort yeah. Like, you she know, was like, like, you got to have representation. Yeah. You got to like, this is, look at this as a classy place. You know, <laughs> right. what was I thinking? I was just wearing blue jeans. You look like trash. You get treated like yeah. trash. But I mean, my point being is like, this is this movie tonally is all over the fucking place. It's certainly from is. one second to the next, because yeah. it's like, here's a fucking like, you know, brutal leaving Las Vegas style section of the movie where it's like it focuses on her and her, you know, bloody lip and nose and stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, and then it's like, he's just car, 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 car. Ooh, <laughs> I kind of like you, but I was like, virgin Lee. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but yes, eventually they, they do finally have the sex and kind of become 
you know, a couple. And then she starts getting legit jobs like a beautician. And then she's working in some sort of drive through. Mm -hmm. And he's I, I love that, like every single job he has is car related. Like he's pumping gas like the guy, the guy who owned the gas station where the U-Hauls were. He ends up working for this guy, except that guy's like a low life, like rip people off artist yeah. you know like hey go drop these uh alka seltzers on the battery and <laughs> yeah or in the battery yeah and you know cut their you know uh he fan, actually says belt. cut their fan belt yeah he's got like like, like his razor ring mm -hmm. yeah, he's like yeah just stick your hand in there and you just you know cut yeah, their, yeah. It, so he's not with that and then you know that guy gets fucked over because the family's just like we're gonna steal some shit and then drive off and yeah i mean this is a this is a fascinating look at a time period that absolutely in no way shape or form exists in any capacity now where you can just pick up from one city mm -hmm. go to another land in job after job after job for just, just hey i like your face you now you work here it's just uh check this that reality still exists mm. it does mm. i mean you know no i was just i i think I think you're coming at this from a different class level. I mean, I'm not trying to say you're some elite coastal. I, coastal yes, elite. I'm a coastal elite. Well, you are technically. <laughs> yes, actually, you are for this example. You, okay, fine. You literally live 10 minutes from the coast and you're acting elite because you can look. Mark Mark Cable's homeless, essentially. Yeah. He doesn't have a home. He, right. He's living in a U-Haul and then a van. You can live this lifestyle like it, it's it's still and very possible. constantly get jobs. Sure. Actual jobs. Well, I mean, I mean, you, I, I know they're think, all service related. I was going to say, but... you think like working at like pumping gas? I mean, that's not a thing that anybody does anymore. But like, you know, like I'm saying, like, <laughs> this is a high qualification jobs. Like, you know, I'm know, pretty well, sure you could pick up and move to somewhere and get a job at McDonald's or. I don't think so. I think you would have to d interview and it would take three weeks for you to hear anything. Mm, okay, well, maybe not corporate wise, but you could go work at Shirley's Diner in, you know, Pascaloosa or whatever. You know, like, well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, like you could go some random place and get a job at somewhere that's not fucking corporate. I'm just, I'm just saying, this is, this is an easy breezy lifestyle. It's just like, man, I ain't got a home, but I, if I need a job, I could get one. It's just. It's an interesting look at a time where it's just it's baffling to me, and I guess that's my coastal elite. I, that's my I should check my privilege. I really should. You, you really should. I'm just the worst. Anyway, I call you coastal elite only because you're acting elite and you live on the coast. I understand, but it's not. I'm not looking down on this situation. I'm just saying it doesn't exist anymore. You're saying it does, it does. so I guess that's me looking down on the potential of America. Also, you know, it just depends on what you want to do. I mean, like I suppose yes. No, no, I'm saying there's like there's you can walk into a construction job or. You know, no, I, see again. I don't think you can. You can. Okay. Well, as long as you're not walk, working for like a big corporate construction thing. Okay. Like, you know. All right. Yeah. I get. It. Anyway. I guess. I mean, the, we, we wouldn't the have. The seventies are alive. We wouldn't. Have, I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to make make this political, but like we wouldn't have illegal immigrants working if mm -hmm. if everything if you couldn't just get up and get a job. Okay. You know, like, Fair enough. you know, there are places that are shady and you know okay. tend to fuck over those people. But I'm saying like. It's possible. Okay. It's still, <laughs> you, it's, you, can, you can live the skateball lifestyle if you really man, want to. I would love to live the skateball lifestyle. I but, just, I, it's not for me. Anyway, but this movie, so elite. this movie, <laughs> this movie goes back and forth. And, you know, and look, I mean, this is me supposing what they, one of the things they were attempting with the plot, but mm -hmm. at a certain point, Mark Hamill stops kind of caring about the car so much. It stops becoming a little bit less. It stops becoming his, his day to day and his driving motivation haha, um, becomes less about the car and more about I'm with Annie Potts. Well, there's a reason for that, right? It's because he finally gives in to the sex. 
He does. And yes. has the sex. Right. And then he has a monologue of just like, I drove my first car when I was nine. I repaired my first carburetor when I was 12. I waited this long to have sex. And then he just pops out of the moonroof of this van and is just like, sweet Jesus, I've found the best. My purpose in life, this is my one thing. These pipes <laughs> are clean. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's from that point on where he's just like, Karshmar, I got any pots living right, in a van. Okay. Everything's what good. I'm, what I'm saying is like they, they, they attempt a... a Allegory? I'll go with allegory, perhaps, right. or at least some sort of uh, Joseph Campbell-style hero arc, because he <laughs> stops like caring so much about the car. Because, mm-hmm. all right, backing up, for it to make sense, the shop teacher guy had given him a, a, a speech, because he goes to, like, prom or something, and it's just like, he walks in and, like... he didn't. No, he just... He's at school and hears noise on campus and then realizes it's prom, because in right. every corner of the school, there's someone making out. Right, okay. It's like this constant, like... Yeah. Hey, Mark Hamill, you're not getting laid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to say he went to prom, I'm saying like I I think he went to the school cuz he knew he could get in the school cuz prom was happening. Okay. But his plan was just to go work on the car some yeah. more. Shop teacher comes in and is like car schmars, you know, it's like they come and go. You you can love them temporarily, but don't ever get too attached They're commodities. because They're... they will break. You'll yeah. eventually sell them, you know, it's like it's a commodity. What I'm getting at is like he stops like it's like all of his love was about a car which you were being told is a commodity. And Annie Potts is thinks she's a commodity, mm-hmm. is trying to turn her life into a commodity. And as they flip flop, you know, she's like, oh, wait, I'm not a commodity. I'm a human being. And I think I love Mark Hamill. And Mark Hamill's like, hey, I think I love Annie Potts. But until the car shows back up and then he's like, oh, yeah, car, 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 car. <laughs> so I'm saying there, there's they're attempting some sort of character development arc as they intersect the the notion between commodity and you know yeah. humanity or whatever that's deep that, yeah you thought about this a lot not a lot a lot it's just it was <laughs> happening I mean, there was a lot of time to think of this movie yeah. so yeah. anywho because like at a certain point like he finds the car and tracks it down well and, no and, it shows up at the car wash right yeah, yes it shows up at the car wash <laughs> brian james drives off in it yeah. it's and been painted gold yes and he follows him by his plan is like the way he follows him this time is he doesn't run because that hasn't been working out too well for him. So he like like Pratt falls in front of a bike. He caught, hides behind a mailbox and, and then, then jumps the out. Bu- is like he goes blah <laughs> and makes the like literally the dude like he kind of like uh what the what that's a um it's it's like when they pull a horse over in a western. Yeah. It's like they yoink it down from the head. All I can think of is like the Alabama slammer. Is that the wrestling move? <laughs> Maybe, like yeah. well like where like you take somebody that's coming at you and you like judo flip them over. Yeah. Like what you know, so Maybe. it looks even more violent than yeah. it is. Like Randy Orton does it all the time. Yes. Like it's whatever the fuck that move is called. You know, and like it's that move because like this guy's coming at him in a bike in a pretty good clip and he's just like, Bleh! and then like <laughs> flips this dude to the ground pretty hard. And then it's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And also I'm stealing your bike and <laughs> rides off on the bike, chasing the Corvette and mm-hmm. starts skitching on the back of a few cars yep. and eventually follows it all the way back to this body shop to which Brian James and, and crew are like, yeah, this guy was following me saying, uh, you know, we stole his car. And mm-hmm. he's like, was it blonde? Because he'd run into like the secret le- uh, ringleader earlier who was just like, oh, yeah. You shouldn't ask people if they're car thieves. You yeah. could end up at the bottom of Lake Mead or right. something. But it's a yeah, he he'd been there before, yeah. interacted with that guy, and was and, and, and I guess, was, and, guess that's why the guy painted it. He was like, "Oh, he's looking for the car, yeah. so I'm going to paint it." Yeah, because he showed him a picture of it, and and then he was like, "All right, see ya." And then like the camera pulls back, <laughs> and the car is right fucking there. Right, yeah. But anyway, so like, he follows him back, and like full speed chases this dude, chases into the 
the shop, blows past like the five dudes that are standing right in the doorway, yeah. slams into some tires in the back, and then they just like literally comically pick up a tire, put it around him, you know, like like theater tube, tr- you know, handcuffs mm-hmm. thing, and then just like kind of proceed to beat the shit out of him a little bit and yeah. lock him in the back room, mm-hmm. and he does this really weird escape because they leave one guy to, behind to watch him. Well, they've locked him in a room, mm-hmm. and there's there's commotion. And a window breaks, and the guy goes to check on him, and there's he's stacked up on a bunch of boxes, and the guy's like, oh, shit, he escaped out of the window. So he goes and runs off, leaving the door unlocked. And then as that guy runs out, the the pile of boxes kind of tip, topples over because Mark Hamill has actually hidden himself in an oil drum mm-hmm. that is full of oil. Yeah, not an empty oil drum. Yeah. A full oil drum. Yeah, and he pops out of that thing like... Like Tasha Yar when she got <laughs> drenched with the oil slick monster. <laughs> so <laughs> now he's an oil slick monster running around. That's deep. It's deep cut there. Chuck. <laughs> hey, that's when we lost Tasha Yar. Yeah, but I mean, first season of Next Gen, you, you got to be pretty hardcore to have been watching it. Then is all I'm saying. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, now he's he's trying to escape <laughs> as an oil slick monster, mm-hmm. and the guy eventually like he runs past a junkyard and a dog. <laughs> there's a cart dog that sees him. As, he just like <laughs> runs out of there like oh shit. Um, well, that, that dog's seen Scooby Doo. You don't yeah. you don't fuck with like a tar monster no, or something. You absolutely do not. <laughs> Um, so eventually like the, the guy who's chased him with a chain catches up to him and is, and is just going to beat him to death with this chain. And then fucking hell, the caravan <laughs> has finally made it to Vegas, <laughs> which is, which is probably the best joke of the movie. Cause like he's been here a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and it's and it, long it, enough it, to write like a, a half a dozen postcards oh, to yeah, his teacher. Yeah, yeah. He's sending like Ken Burns style, like, you know, like reports on this. Like you'll never you know, believe what happened to me. I had sex with a lady. <laughs> and I don't think he's sending them. He's just like, keep, he's got no. some little box. I mean, he must be sending them because the yeah. teacher shows up. But I mean, the implication is he's sticking them in the box and it's just like, I'm going to deliver these all at once. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he's just like, my dearest love. It's been three fortnights since I first I saw arrived. I the car out of the corner of my yeah. eye today. Chased it, but it was not there. It was not meant to be. <laughs> But anyway, we'll like, continue. but yeah, this guy, this guy does hit him with a chain a couple times. Yeah. But yes, the the, uh, the lowrider caravan shows up, and they're mm-hmm. just like, "Oh shit, it's you!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and then they drive Get him the to fuck Ad- in here. They drive him to Eddie Potts, and like, <laughs> like they they put him in the trunk, which I think is hilarious because you know he's covered in oil, so yeah. why not? Um, but then she takes him to a, like just a drive up, like you know, coin operated car wash. And it's just spraying him down. And then and like about halfway through of him, him, her spraying him completely down, she's like, oh, wait, I got it on wax. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Another pretty good joke. He, but he, she, he's she's also a- nagging the fucking shit out of him. She's just like, you're going to go to the cops and you you, you need to do the oh, right thing. Oh, you found the cop. Yeah. Go to the cops and then you're and done. And then halfway through the scene, Mark Hamill just fucking goes into the fetal position <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> like, man, fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> So he's he's become now re-obsessed about the car, yeah. to which point, like, they have a fight, and then she, so she runs off and immediately, like, oh, well, you don't love me, you, you care about the car again, I'm going to go back to being a prostitute, mm-hmm. goes to the fancy, fancy escort service that she talked about earlier, yeah. and, um, and then he... Well, no, they, they, they don't have the fight yet. Yeah. They, they because, have a fight. Yeah, because, because, yeah, Mark Hamill goes to the police. He's right. like, all right, you're probably right. I should just go to the police. And he's about to go in the police station. He's he's already been to the Vegas police, and they, they have a, you know, they're looking out for the car. But yeah, they, all they, points they have, bulletin. Well, they have a fake uh, license plate on it, so yeah. they can't really, like, trace it that no. way. No. And there's no, there's nothing identifiable about this car that no, would in any way make it noticeable. Because no. <laughs> the Vegas police guy is like, look, 
we're the finest police force in the land, and we'll find your car because well, the, obviously it's yeah the, the the automotive division of the police force is probably like a guy, yeah. whereas like the vice squad is like you know ninety percent of the police force probably right. So <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> yes, but, but so he's about to go into the police station. The substitute, the the shop teacher is showing up. And he's like, "Hey, come over here. Let's let's. I've been doing some research too, and I know some things. Yeah, I know it's how to body shop it, and yeah. I know it's this guy. He's a former student of mine. Yeah, and he just kind of drives him out to a, a an empty field, and it's just like, all right, listen. It, it looks like they're trying to start a junkyard here because yeah. there's there's like four wrecks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a junkyard in training. Yeah, but he's just like, look, do you know what I make in a year? I'm a fucking teacher. I can't live on that. So I had to do it. The in- No one got hurt. It's nobody's car. He's technically right. It's nobody's car. Who gives a shit? It's insurance fraud. But I mean, other than that, mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. But Mark Hamill is pretty cheesed off about this, learning that, you know, this is my shop teacher's fault. I've been I've been living the high life in Vegas because of this. Asshole. It's, it's pretty strange. You, you know, like, I, I wonder if it's if theft by a shop teacher, is that like a four finger discount? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gotta have to work for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get you, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's just like, look, you're look behind me. The guy's there, so I've got one minute to talk you into this. Otherwise, he's gonna take care of you. And Mark Hamill's like, yeah, all right. So, yeah. and now here's where the movie. I was kind of on board with this groovy movie the whole time, and then. It kind of loses me because, like, you figure, like, okay, Mark Hamill's going to infiltrate these motherfuckers and steal his car back. No, he just fucking flips. He's just like, I'm going to make money. This is going to be sweet. Well, I'm going to be living the high life. All right. So I feel like when he went in the field position, it was just like, fuck everything. Like, right. my life is over. Yeah. Nothing makes sense anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. all, all of that. So so his teacher betraying him. Yeah, was, that, was, was, that was like the pushing yeah. over the edge. Because, like, I mean, he just kind of has a moment, like, out in the desert. He's just like, wow. Yeah. What what else am I going to do? <laughs> right. But yeah, he he deals. He, they're like, we'll pay you seven fifty a week or something like that. And he's like, they're, they're going to give him seven hundred dollars a week. He goes in and is like, nah, nah. eight fifty. Yeah, because I'm good. And the guy's like, I like the yeah. cut of your jib. <laughs> so and he's come like, meet he, the guys. And, and, and all the like, guys who beat the shit out of him earlier are like, hey, man, sorry about the yeah, chain. <laughs> fresh, fresh start. <laughs> Looking forward to working with you. <laughs> well, he also the other important thing is that he gets a uh, first payment up front. Yeah. Because he goes home. Well, he goes back to the van home and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Because he he shows up and 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 meets Annie Potts and he's got you know a slick like leisure suit like he's like and, come on baby we're going shopping and we're well they're going to a like a a, a suite a hotel yeah. suite so he gets, well, he like, buys her a dress first yeah. and then they go to the suite and he and she's just like where'd you get all this money what's going on and like, he's like the job. he's like I'm working for them now I'm making eight fifty a week isn't that awesome and that's where she's just like oh oh because then she's like oh yeah also I I owe you for sex and yeah. tries to pay her the First, they agreed upon $20 earlier and then the, adding the $50 because right. there was a whole thing where she's like, he's like, I didn't say 15. I said 50. Yeah. And he, she's like, ah, well, you know, make it 20. And he's like, that's money's not really the issue. Uh, yeah. Something, and, something and this, like immediately she's just like, oh, God, yeah. you're the worst. This I one's just, for this one's for free. Right. And then I'm going to leave yeah. because she goes and that's when she goes. That's when she goes the, and becomes fancy escort. escort yeah. Lady. yeah. So Mark Hamill is just working for this place. Just, you know doing the stuff and um he goes to find her like because like well no th- what what is it that what pisses him off something something pisses him off like they have a fight or something or uh, maybe he goes to i think he goes to try to find her and doesn't succeed oh wait no he, he goes to the casino finds out that she's a fancy hooker now and has changed her name to Rosalind and tries to get her to not be Rosalind 
and come be with him. And then that's when like the guy that she, she's been with the whole time is like, hey, come on, party in my room. And yeah, yeah, yeah. she yeah. goes back to hookering and he's like, you want to join us? We, we're having a party. And it's like, gross, dude. What the hell? And yeah, that, that was that happened later because the, he he literally abducts her after that. Yeah, but he, that's he comes back. He's already he? okay. he's already painted the car after that because he takes her out and plops her in. Because well, all right, whatever the precipitation <sighs> thing is, like he he gets pissed off and like is just like I'm in work mode and yep. goes back to the shop and it's just like working and they're like, hey, you know, time to clock out. Miller it's time, beer, it's beer time, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you're gonna keep working? Okay, well, like turn off the lights and lock the place when you're yeah. done. And he stops working then, and it's like it's clear what he's gonna do. Yeah. He's gonna steal the car back, but. Not before painting it first. So he paints like, it back. Yeah, he puts it back in like the he puts it in like the bake bay, whatever you call that, with all the lights and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, like paints it back basically like it was, um, and is like waiting for them when they open the the roll door in the morning. Yeah, because like they and they're like the fuck is this? And then like he just <laughs> like he clocks Brian James with like a fender, I believe. Yeah. Yes, and he, then he, he's out. Like he takes Brian James out immediately. Yeah. just like straight up clocks him with a fender, and then like the other, the dude like he's like, oh, it's chain time again. Yeah, and so he grabs the chain, and he ends up like spraying that dude in the face with the the paint sprayer from earlier, and, and then th- clocking him with it. <laughs> yeah, like and it's red spray paint, so like yeah, then he's clocked him. Is like, oh, that man's dead. Like <laughs> blood everywhere. We wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, but yeah, he steals the car. That's when he goes back to the hotel, finds uh, Annie Potts like in a hotel room like i don't know how you knew where she was but uh yeah he, like they're doing they're filming something weird it's a, yes yes it's, they are. it's like an older couple and she's wearing like she's the, in a scuba suit yeah she's in, in a like, tiny vegas tub <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't know what you don't just whatever Porn. No one understood porn in the 70s. Yeah, it was apparently. just like, yeah, obviously they're filming porn. Look at it. It's weird. She's in a diving suit <laughs> in a tub. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I, so he puts her in the car and drives away and he's just like, I can't believe you're making a dirty movie. And she's like, I wasn't making a dirty movie. It was a short. Time. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to sleep on the whole like, all right. So he's dragging around in like, you know, the bikini style, like the, the, the Baywatch style wetsuit. <laughs> And then, but she's still wearing flippers. So like, she's in the middle of the casino floor trying to walk with flippers as he's dragging her. And she's like, "I just want to get my flippers off for a second. And, like, <laughs> and everyone's t- just she, looking like, "Oh, yeah. well, you know." But she does get one off, and then immediately starts hitting him over the head, right? With it, yeah. Like it's her. Purse. But yes, she gets dragged into the car, and she's like, "What are you going to do? Take me home?" And and they start driving away, and the main dude. The I main guess, car thief gets in yeah, his car. See, well, he mobile. sees it. I think. I think. Think he sees him loading them and loading her into the car. Yeah. As like, hey, that's our. That's my stolen Corvette. And gives chase. And then it's just. It's a weird car chase for about ten minutes. It's a. It, it's a while. The, they're going down a highway, and then, but it's not the highway that Mark Hamill wants to be on. Mark Hamill wants to be on the freeway. Yeah. So they're driving around. And they end up in a quarry for a little bit and stunt around. And, and there's some like you know, air. There's some goofs uh, because like the car is. <laughs> filthy in the quarry <laughs> yeah and then they're like they turn out at one point it's perfectly clean and then it's back to filthy again yeah. so yeah you know, the, the car thief is, is shooting at them Annie Potts is convinced that this is all a ruse to win her back sure. so she is just pretending like this isn't gonna work oh they, yeah what's gonna happen next huh? <laughs> yeah oh, are you gonna shoot at me because like they stop in the quarry and yeah he's like where's the freeway You're supposed to be here yeah it's like no it's not it's a, <laughs> not it's in a, the quarry it's a quarry <laughs> So yeah, maybe they're using it to build the freeway, yeah. but I don't know. But, but yes, the guy shoots and he's like, oh, you're going to shoot it. He's yeah. like, this bang, is real. Bang. Well, no, she doesn't. No. She doesn't ha- in any way decide it's real until Mark Hamill decides to play chicken with the guy. Mm-hmm. So because Mark Hamill has driven, he's like the freeway and gets on it. But it's only like a 
a quarter mile because they haven't finished building it yet. And he's like, ah, so he just turns back around and is going to play chicken with the guy coming at him. And that's when Annie Potts is like, whoa, what the hell? This is, hey, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just both close their eyes and drive straight at this guy. And the guy obviously swerves out of the way, mm-hmm. wrecks his car. And they, woohoo, and yep. they drive on. But that guy gets out of the car and he's, he's still got the gun that he was shooting at them with earlier. Yep. And he just kind of stumbles out. And, and it's like a divided highway with a, you know, like a median thing in the middle. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he just kind of goes and stumbles over and leans on that. And it's like he pulls the gun up to his head for a second. Like, he's like, oh, fuck this car thieving life. I'm yeah. going to blow my brains out. <laughs> and he's like, nah. And then shoots the car one time and it explodes. It's just, you know, get his one mild explosion in the movie, I yeah, guess. But why not? Sure. So he's done. Like, we're, yeah. we don't see him again. And uh, Mark Hamill drives the car back to his high school, which is now back in session. Mm-hmm. He has spent the entire summer in Vegas. And, and it's, like I said, it's back to being utterly <clears throat> filthy. Yeah. Um, and he drives it literally right on campus. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. To like the center quad or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. But. And he goes in and sets off the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, shit, it's the car. And they all <laughs> come around. And the shop teacher comes out like, ah, fuck. And, and the, the principal's principal. like, well, what's all this then? And and Mark, Mark like, Hamill's like, give me my diploma. He's like, I found a car. It's yours. It's like, did you tell the police? He's no. like, he's like, I, I'm not going to tell you anything anymore. else. I just found the car, but give me my diploma. So I don't know why Danny Bonaducci comes out. He's like, I got, I got your diploma. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like it was a heist to, to get the diploma. But yeah, um, then, Annie Potts goes in to, to clean up and comes out. And she's just like, I don't. She, well, she's dressed back exactly the same as the first time yeah. we saw her. And she's walking away, and he chases after her, and is just like, ah, come on, don't, you, yeah. like, you just loved me for the car, didn't you? And then eventually it's like, oh, you, and... Yeah, they kiss, they, he throws his diploma into the air, you know, Mary Tyler Moore style, and then, like, yeah. he's like, so he doesn't have the car, he doesn't have a diploma, but I guess he's got Andy Potts, and that's enough. Yeah, he doesn't have the 850 a week job, he doesn't have, his mom moved to Delray while he was just... Oh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, his mom was just gonna move without telling him, so. When the shop teacher shows up, he's, he's like, oh, you can tell him when yeah. you t- see him. You see him. You tell him. I went to Del Rey. God. <laughs> Fuck California. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, not really. It just California's fine. Yeah. Just California in the 70s seemed kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> what, I, mean, I mean, parents would just fucking move without like, eh, my kid will find me. Like, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, whatever. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah, but Corvette Summer's over. <laughs> it is. It just rolls credits as they wash the car. I don't know what the hell this movie's about, other than, like I said, uh, weird philosophical like he property was, versus love versus whatever. If, if I could come up with a tagline for it, it would be like, he was in love with a car until he fell in love with a girl. Sure. Which is probably how a lot of people should maybe live their lives. Yeah. <laughs> you know, work on that. Yeah, but, I, I uh, don't know. But, I mean, we, we covered any of the standout scenes. Yeah, we we're, we're good there. Yeah. Um, Man, most of the, like, I don't know, like, this movie's weird, because, like, from time to time, it feels like it's trying to be something higher than it is, because, like, there's a couple shots that are well thought out, yeah. like, like well-framed, interesting shots, like, there, there's one shot in particular, because, like, I didn't know he was out of high school, I thought he was, like, going, it looked like he was going into an apartment building, because it's, like, a long, wide staircase, which right. I guess makes more sense for a school, but, yeah. um, but like there's this couple kissing like down at the the new old post like down like the banister you know and so it's like it's almost like this like West Anderson style perfectly framed center half thing and then he's like walking up all dejected and there's a balloon like one sad balloon that's like spotlighted <laughs> yeah. and I was just like is this accidental or were you like this is the shot yeah. this right here uh, so it has like these moments of like 
almost trying to be real filmmaking. Well, but then, I, I like the shot too, where he's he, one of the times he's chasing after the car. He ends up in that that neon sign graveyard place that mm-hmm. you keep every two years. Someone on the news is like, "Hey, did you know this place exists?" And he's up on he's up on one of the the signs, and it just kind of cranes up, and you just see this vast like sign graveyard that he's in. That's also a, mm-hmm. you know it's it's not an amazing shot, but it's like, well, you know, that's a pretty cool. If you have that in your movie, you might as well show it off. Yeah. I mean, plus there, there was like, there's helicopter shots while the car chase thing was happening through Corey and whatnot. So it's, it's strange. It's like, it has, it obviously has like a higher budget than something like Van Nuys Boulevard or, you know, some of those other ones. I mean, it's it's like, it's, it's strange to me that like, I don't know if they knew going, I mean, I don't know what the production time of this was versus like how big a hit Star Wars was. If this was like, we've got to get, you know, put some money behind this. This is going to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, like, or if this was just like another one of those that happen to have a little bit more money and style than some of them. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a strange one, but totally Jesus, this thing is just all over the place. Um, the music from time to time gets good. Like the, the music, like when they were doing the, the chicken thing was, was really good. Yeah. But like a lot of it's just like if there's music at all, it's just like, all right, that's generic stock 70s music. Yeah. It, most of it will start good. Like it starts with a beat and you're like, oh, man, this is going to go somewhere. And then it's just like, pew, pew, pew. And, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, there, there was like there was a theremin chorus at one point in time. I think with the, the sign neon or the neon sign graveyard. No, it's when he takes him to the. the final, oh, right. Yeah. Like, like out in the desert. Graveyard and yeah, training. Yeah. 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 It's like a weird theremin. Junkyard and training. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it would have been a graveyard and training if that's where he took him. People, yeah. people didn't agree to work for him yeah. to murder him. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just I guess we're into ratings now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I this is a weird one to rate because I don't I honestly don't know how I feel about this movie. It's all over the place. Yep. <sighs> you want me to go? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um. I, yeah, totally. It is all over the place. And it's it's one of those instances of a PG movie where you're just like, man, there's no way in hell this would be a PG movie now because, right. you know, I mean, it's not it's not tawdry. It's not like there's not sex business happening, but the movie is about sex business, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the character is constantly and the Annie Potts character is constantly like, I'm going to be a hooker. And it's like that never really wavers. It's just kind of. And and no one's like talking her out of it, and it's not like you really don't want to do that. It's gonna, like the first time she tries to do it, she's obviously been beaten up, mm-hmm. and it's like ah, forget all that. And it's just you know I'll just dress better, and then it won't happen again. It just it it never addresses that, which is weird. But hey, man, seventies. So I I I like this movie. I I this would be a thing I would put on in the background because there were just. I don't know. It just it's just seems like a pleasant movie from from start to finish. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's dark it, at times, but yeah, it does. But it like tonally, it just overall just seems like, hey, the 70s are everyone's having a good time and everything, you know, just do whatever you want, man. 70s are cool. And so I don't I I'm going to give it three jocks. I like it. Wow. I, I, I enjoyed my time with it. It's it's just one of those. It's like the other van movies. Some of them were just, hey, man, just slice of life. Here's what happened one summer to me. Mm-hmm. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> yeah. I, this one felt more exhausting. Like like the, some, like Van Nuys was like, that was light and breezy and fun. And that was totally sure. something I would put on in the background because it's that whole movie is just about having fun and having sex and not like. There's no, there's no gross element to it. I mean, sure. well, all right, there is a gross mm. element because like people are like, 
you know, it's about art of seduction bullshit. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, like, hey, how do I get into this girl's pants? Right. This one's just like a little more like. This one's the girl's not wearing pants. Well, yeah, I <laughs> she's mean, ready it's, for it's, well, it's, it's, it's in a strange sort of way. It's almost role reversal yeah. because she's the sexually aggressive one, yeah. and Mark Hamill's like, I've never seen right. boobies, you know, um, <laughs> literally. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I, I I think I'm going to give it a single jocks because I I do think it's a thing you should watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. This one's just not. This one's not fun to me. Like not. It's fun-esque. It's just like it's not as fun breezy as a lot of those other ones, despite some of those other ones kind of being a little more slightly more rapey, I guess you would go with. Yeah, this like, one. I mean, but ah, it, it's so weird because, I mean, it's it's such it's it's so clearly a taboo subject, but it's like the way it's handled in those movies is like, well, the, this is what you knew you were, what you were getting in with when you get in vans with boys, you know, like they might try to rape you. You know what I mean? It's like it's just like, like it, it's like water off a duck's ass is the yeah. way it's treated. And like. This one almost feels like, hey, we're, we're especially the scene. I mean, like, I think if you cut out the scene with like her showing up having gotten the shit beat out of her, mm-hmm. I might feel differently. But like throwing that in, and and I, and I just personally like having seen all of these like horrific, like no, don't do this. I mean, like near fable style movies of like you know prostitution is bad, and yeah. here's why not yeah. not morally perhaps bad, but like you know it brings out the worst in people, and you know you're blah 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 mm-hmm. you know but like this one just like you know taking it a step too real was like ah, yeah. now i can't have fun with this yeah you know I, i'm not sure i was having fun with like it's strange that like a i'm fuck i mean i'm guessing i'm giving her at best 18 year old year old girl i mean she mentioned something about still being in school school so i mean i might even be gen- being generous there but like that's a weird. I think, like him, she had just graduated. I think, like, perhaps. High I thought school. she said, "I went to, I go to something." Yeah. Or maybe I don't. I didn't sound like it was past tense. Whatever. My point is, like, that's almost a more fascinating study. Like, why the fuck would somebody go? Like, I want to be a prostitute. It's more like that's a thing you fall into, not like life aspiration or yeah, career like career goals. My calling. Yeah. <laughs> my, it's my like, call, well, I guess I could do this. Calling. Yeah. Um, real quick, yeah. I remember the series of events that mm-hmm. got from point A to okay. point B. Is that she sold her van and it showed up at the body shop? Oh, right, right. And yeah, then yeah. he was he was pissed off about that. Went to go find her. She had quit her job at the burger place. Yeah. He found out she was now being Rosalind, the high price call girl at the the, and that's what she would not go with him to leave. And then that's why he was like, "Fuck this! I'm painting my car and taking her, and we're both going back to California." It's so. a little strange because he spent all night painting the car until the next morning and then goes and rescues her like yeah. for, for shooting a short that they, they took they took their sweet time yeah well you know cons- they had to conceptualize and oh and the storyboarding the yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> location scouting yes, like, exactly. which which hotel room is the right hotel and, room you know all the different angles <laughs> sure yeah good coverage yeah yeah you gotta get this you know scuba diver bathtub porn thing just right you know, in the seventies, that was a that was a keyword genre. <laughs> if you're going to the seventies version of porn, mm-hmm. <laughs> which no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, Corvette Summer. I mm. it's a it's a it's an experience. It it really is. Yeah. I mean, that, that's I mean, I was I that the thing is like I was I was fluctuating between one bag and one jocks because like I I was just like I don't didn't particularly like this, but I'm am I, am I do I want to recommend this or not? And it, it it's so weird that I have to yeah. like put it on the recommended side. I, I I think this one's fun in a way that you watching it with friends you can have fun with. Oh it. sure. Even yeah. when like even when it gets like truly awful for half a second, it's like 
shockingly funny in a way. It's like, <clears throat> to me, it's like in 70s movies when someone gets super duper racist, I laugh out loud at it because I can't believe how racist another human being is actually being. Right. And so, overtly. <laughs> yeah. So like in this movie, when it does kind of get awful, it's like, wow, what on earth? 70s? Like, what what were you about? Like, how did we survive out of it? <laughs> yeah. I will say like, okay, one thing that's awfully quote unquote nice about this movie uh-huh. is that almost other than like the the car mechanic ripoff dude. Yeah. But I mean, like every side character for the most part is 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 being nice. I mean, that, which is strange to say, but like I mean, in a, in a world where like there's there's dark things going on, yeah. I feel like other than the, you know, the people who try to beat the shit out of them with chains, you mm-hmm. know, it's like Dick Miller could have like been in it for something, you know, like I feel like so many other movies, it's like that guy would have been like a scumbag and here's why he's a scumbag and here's why you don't talk to the lowrider gang. But I mean, it was just like lowrider gang. It's like, hey, we're just guys. We're just going to Vegas real slow. Yeah. The the number of people who help Mark Hamill along the way is shockingly impressive. Yes. That's (laughs) what I mean. You know, it's it's, it's like there's there's almost a glimmer of hope in this movie by just the side characters. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're all scumbags, but. I mean, I'm gonna help you, and, because... and, even, and even the 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 crooked uh, gas station repair shop guy. It's like that family that that single mom with three kids still fucked him over. Like, yeah. you know, like yes. I mean, that's what's kind of like fun is it's like this weird, almost like vigilante justice <laughs> right. going on. Like, I mean, I almost think like you know, she went in there with a fucked up car. He fucked up her car before, and she was like, "I'm gonna go get this fucker," yeah. like, and I'm gonna bring kids so he doesn't suspect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they actually get out like steal all of the all the things like the like the cans of oil, yeah, cans of oil, <laughs> the weird like stuffed animals that he has mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's just one of those movies where it's just like man, every scene has just a weird seventies thing in it where it's just like nothing. This world doesn't exist anymore. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm and Mark a, Mark Hamill's occasional overacting is kind of funny. Like yeah. like I don't think we really pointed out like how happy he was when he found the freeway. Oh God, he was yeah. just like it's the. Yeah. Throughout the entire chase, he's just screaming about the freeway. And then when he finally gets to it, it's just like, oh, yeah, freeway. And then it's mm-hmm. fucking things closed. <laughs> ah, Corvette summer, man. What what a, what a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that's it. That's the film that you guys chose. I'm happy with that choice. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Thanks, I mean, guys. I mean, this was like a somewhere floating in the back of my to watch list for yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, interesting to see like what Hollywood wanted to do with Mark Hamill right yeah. after, because like I was going to say that that's the that's the most fascinating reason why I wanted to watch this is just like, you know, it's like watching Leonard Nimoy and something else. Right. You know, it's like seeing Leonard Nimoy as anything else is fascinating because he so very rarely did it. Yes. Yeah. So when you do see it, it's like, yeah, you, you watch like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And you're just like, man, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I just I mean, somebody who's so heavily typecast yeah. into a role is like. It's fascinating to watch them do something else, especially exactly. in this close proximity to it. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you for picking this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be a part of picking our next movie, mm-hmm. um, I believe we are going to run for a while. We're going to try these Patreon polls, I think. Yeah. 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 I think for extra. Unless we land in a, in a theme somehow. Yeah, it, it just it feels, like a, it feels like a thing we should do if we're doing this. Yeah, I mean, we're doing this for everybody eventually, but mostly for Patreon purposes. So yeah. it only seems fair that we, we make it a, a democracy and you get to vote on what it is we actually cover here. Yep. But it's only for the elites that pay us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Coastal or non-coastal. You have to pay for the right yeah. to vote. <laughs> yeah. You can, be, you can be completely landlocked, however mildly elite. You can be from another country. Yeah. You can be wherever. Yeah. And um, you, can have a, you can have a say. You can be from a place that doesn't have proper democracy, and you can vote on what we watch. That's right. 
we're allowing you to buy yeah. into a democracy. <laughs> How about that? Um, yeah, but over patreon.com slash BMFcast is, you know, throw your dollar at us. You get to vote. You get this show. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various tiers after that where you get a bunch of stuff. But, you know, if this is all you're interested in, if, if you're just in, into voting and then seeing the results of your vote happen in real time, that's the that's the, the cost. Is, yeah. It's it's a lousy dollar yeah. a month. And vote because, you know, there are good candidates. Yes. <laughs> and even if there aren't. Right. Pick, pick something. Yeah, just pick whatever. It's just lesser of two evils. Come on. <laughs> Help out your friends. <laughs> um, I will say that uh, the the picks get a healthy debate in our Discord, mm-hmm. which you can get to from our website at bmfcast.com. Uh, if you are a member of Patreon, there is a Patreon-exclusive channel on the Discord, and that has produced some healthy, like, hey, this movie. No, this, fuck you, this movie. <laughs> yeah. So if you want your if you want people to sway your vote before you vote, Head over to the Discord and, and see what people are yes. uh, clamoring Our for. Discord quorum, yeah. where you can discuss this before <laughs> it goes to a committee for voting. The yeah. committee being us and you and Patreon. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- I usually put the poll up before the episode. This episode comes out, so it's already up and running now as you're listening to this. So wow. enjoy. Wow. Have a good time. Uh, if you're just listening to this on the regular feed, go back five seconds, listen to all that good stuff, and join yeah. join us. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Do, do, do the thing. Maybe yeah. Toss some dollars. Yeah. Toss some dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually they become dollars. You can toss whatever currency yeah, you, yeah. you happen to use. Yeah. Pound sterling. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. Let's get out of here. Uh, I don't know what we're watching next week. That's the fun of it. So until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra. Out. Out.